it's not all glitz and glam. Sure. And just like any any job out there, it's it's really hard finding the fun in in your work. But when you find it and when you enjoy that, that mm. that's the ride. That that's the true joy. Hello and welcome to the People Are the Plan podcast. I'm Jody King, Community Manager here at Smart Savvy, and today I'm joined in the studio with recruitment team leader Jaylene Crick. Jaylene, in this episode, Leah Gregg is heading out on a road trip with special guest Amitis Corsandi from Evo Carshare. Can you tell us how we came to know Amitis? Sure, Jody. One of the fun things about recruitment is getting out there and getting to know individuals in the market. Our goal is to identify the top 20% of talent for each of the disciplines that we focus on. And that's exactly how I met Amitis. She had just wrapped up her career at one organization, was heading off to volunteer internationally for a couple months. And in getting to know her, I identified a passion for innovation and that she truly was a top talent leader in our market. With that, I was able to facilitate some conversation with one of our clients who was looking to build an innovation team within their organization. It ended up being an excellent match, and Amitis decided to join that team just before heading on vacation. So she actually returned to a great new opportunity. And I'm also happy to say that she's still there five years later. Wow, that is such a great story. Thanks for sharing, Jaylene. Now, let's turn things over to Leah and Amitis, who are somewhere on the road driving in Vancouver. Welcome to Evo. Hi, pals. Welcome to The People Are the Plan by Smart Savvy and Associates. Every episode, we talk about how to grow leaders that inspire, build teams that thrive, and create work cultures that can change the world. I'm your host, Leah, and today, we're going on a road trip. That's right. Today, we're taking a road trip with Amitas Korsandi, founding member and marketing lead of Evo Carshare. Fun, right? So buckle up, grab some snacks, and let's go. Keep us on track. We're going on a road trip. Sounds good. This is so fun. Thanks for having the time to do this today, pal. No problem. Any opportunity to leave the office and go for a ride with my friend. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing it. Oh, we got a backup cam. Yeah. Sweet machine. Yeah, you're in a newer model. (laughs) Yeah, I needed that. You know. Great. Mirrors, check. Reverse mirror, check. Sunroof, Sunroof, check. check. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet road trip yeah. tunes. Well, not today. Not today, unfortunately. Cool. Well, thanks for being with me on the pod today and doing this road trip. No problem. Do you want to introduce yourself to get us started, to kick us off? Sure. Well, for those that don't know me that aren't you, um, I'm Amidas. <laughs> uh, Amidas Kersandi. My background's in marketing. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. I've... Uh, had kind of a fun career. I've worked in a lot of different kind of areas. I've worked in advertising. I've worked in sales. I've worked in brand management. And really, what I, what's kind of been my passion has been innovation. Ooh. Yeah. So I love that. My biggest adventure so far, or like my latest adventure. Yeah. Besides been, this road trip. Yeah, besides this road trip, <laughs> which is which is like a small baby off of my yeah. bigger adventure, is launching Evo. So, ah. Yeah. Great. And then for context, maybe folks, if they're based outside of Vancouver, could we give a little context on how great Evo is? So I will toot my own horn. No. Yes, please. Um, yeah. So I'll toot yeah. this toot, horn, toot, but there are toot. a lot of people right on yeah. the street corner there. Yeah. Take it ready. I'll toot our horn now. Woo woo. Um, so Evo is a car share made for you. It was uh, launched in uh, BC about three and a half years ago. 
uh, BCAA, the British Columbia Automobile Association, we were looking for ways to become more relevant Uh to a younger millennial demographic that might not think driving is as cool as their parents did. And so... Or have the money to have their own car. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. for, For a demographic that isn't driving in the same way, how could we stay relevant and... So the idea of car share came about. Cool. And uh, yeah, a small team of us has had the privilege of uh, bringing Evo to life. That's and, amazing. Yeah, Evo is one-way car share. So you can pick up and drop off um, anywhere you like. We've got a home zone in Vancouver. We span a little bit into North Shore, Burnaby. Yeah. Um, we're at the airport. Yeah. So, yeah. Different regions and really dependable to getting around because I think... Some folks may know or may not. Vancouver is one of those unique places in the world that doesn't have ride sharing. And so for us, car sharing and having access to a vehicle point A to point B is super helpful to get around town and gives people lots of flexibility while getting to where they need to be. And so what was the launch like? Like starting something new, I imagine there's always challenges you're up against. But what was that experience like being able to launch this brand new brand and service and utility out into the world? Um, I'd say launch was kind of not what anybody expected. It was it was five of us pretty much seconded, wow. secluded in what we call the Bat Cave. Some of us called it the T-shirt factory. <laughs> oh. A 500 square foot space, kind of in a warehouse yeah. where we kind of came together. We all worked on folded out Costco tables and just a small family trying to figure out how do we launch car share yeah. in a short period of time. And tell its story. What, what's it going to look like? Mm-hmm. What's it going to feel like? What do people want it to be? And so it was probably one of the hardest things I did, but one of the most fun things cool. I did. Cool. Because, and most rewarding. Yeah, yeah. Because it was like uh, coming together as comrades, as colleagues, mm-hmm. and being united for for this common goal. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like a startup feeling. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Everybody's hustling the same amount and and has the same purpose together. That's exciting. Time to hire? We can help. We're a people performance company offering specialized marketing and communications recruitment across the Pacific Northwest. When we partner with you, we access our unmatched professional network to find you the right fit for your team. And because we only connect you with the best of the best, we guarantee all our placements. Hire smart. Hire savvy. Head to smartsavvy.com and click Find Talent to start your search today. Okay, so thanks for that intro, pal. We got to hear what your, how hard you work, and, and we'll dig a little more into work, but what else do you like to do? You work hard, but how do you play hard? Big passion for me through life has been traveling. So I've traveled cool. over 25 countries. Oh my gosh. Um, and I'm all about looking for that next adventurous place where I can do something cool. My latest, coolest place I visited, we went to the Ecuador. Wow. Yeah, hang out in the Amazon. Oh, incredible. Repel down waterfalls. So that's kind of like what I look forward to. Yeah. Is how do you have fun abroad? Yes. Well, and I'm sure that applies too to even though you're in a play space and opening your mind and trying new experiences, you know, all of us have had that where it helps us, you know, have a spark for something we want to try back at home or back at 
back at our day job or, or all these kinds of things, it all connects. For sure. Exciting. Well, that's cool. How did you get your start in, in marketing? I'd say, as I was telling you earlier, yeah. before we started this, my dream was always to become a talk show host. Oh, so, so you're doing great. Yeah, so you, you've kind of got my dream job. You're on, <laughs> you're on the right, right side of the microphone. But in all seriousness, yeah. I was always interested in being creative and being entrepreneurial. Yeah. And the whole idea of business ideas. Growing up, my dad would always come up with business ideas. And it was always like, oh, what could we launch next? Mm-hmm. Or what could we actually launch? Right, right. Um, not next. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I always thought marketing was kind of that realm which would allow me to be creative and innovative and do that that kind of work. Yeah. And also as like a young university student, you're like, oh, it's got the glitz and clam. I'm going to be able to sure. create great advertising. Yeah, yeah. They're going to let me launch this brand. And what... What I quickly realized is, yeah, marketing has all those facets and you can do all that cool stuff. But yeah. coming out of school, nobody's letting you yeah. launch your own product <laughs> yeah, yeah. or they weren't letting me. Um, so it, w- it was a really interesting journey mm-hmm. that allowed me to realize you can do all that cool stuff, but it's not all glitz and glam. Sure. And just like any any job out there, it's it's really hard finding the fun in, in your work. But when you find it and when you enjoy that, that mm. that's the ride. That That's the true joy. Yeah. Okay. So hearing glitz, glam, maybe the initial incentive, you know, getting getting the keys to these, you know, great big pieces of creative and campaigns and opportunities. But then something I'm hearing that I'm loving is the fun of it. So what have you found to date to be the most fun? Or where do you find that fun uh, in your day to day? I think fun is what you kind of make it right a lot of people assume that hey marketing is it's fun it's easy it's visual like I can do it but really that's probably if you can make it look fun and you can make it look easy that that's probably the hardest part of your Mm. job and my philosophy is kind of like it's it's hard work having fun and I think what really drives that is your commitment as a leader to making your everyday work fun yeah and making sure the people you surround yourself with follow that same philosophy mm. and are committed to doing cool work together while yes. enjoying the process. Cause if yes. you're having fun, you're going to want to do better work. If you're enjoying the people you're around, you're going to want to do cool work with them. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so good. You are now out of the home zone. I'm just thinking you're, you're sparking a bunch of different questions for me. I think one of maybe one of the first is like, what do you do as a leader to make fun a choice so i understand there's a component of helping your team but like how do you actively make that choice day to day because i i i and maybe i'm putting words into your mouth of like i kind of see it as a choice because sometimes you can be like this is no fun and kind of feel those feelings but then how do you get build that momentum and get back i think i think truly it's around like how you embody that Mm. yourself and and people feed off of that so in in my leadership approach i'm super transparent right from the beginning you get to know me you know that having fun is a priority and i set that as a priority for my team members and like we we gotta have fun while we do this yeah and so people know that that, that's important it's not all about numbers it's not all about getting it done it's about enjoying the process and when we're all enjoying the process those numbers come easier mm. and the results come easier. And so yeah. for philosophies, 
we kind of work with on our teams yeah. and I, I believe in is when you do work is lose the fear of failure. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, call people out if they're doing something you don't think is right. Uh-huh. Expect really great things from each other and most importantly, hold each other accountable mm. to making everyday fun. Yeah. If it's not fun, you can call them out on it, right? So it, it it's, it's kind of... You are now out of the home zone. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Our yeah, Evo's we, chatting yeah, to us. But we're out of the home zone. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> We're, that, at, we're, yeah. sorry, we're way yeah. off the map here. Yeah. Woo, this is a big road trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. I you feel know. like if you embody those yourself and you kind of set the playing field early, everybody is is rooted to living that lifestyle at work. And yes. So it becomes more fun. Okay. Okay, there's a few things there that I want to come back to, but now I'm curious, what... Or who was the largest influence on your leadership style and, and maybe creating this philosophy? What have been some of your influences to kind of get there? Because this is a very exciting place to be. Um, and I want to I know more of what, what's inspired you to take this approach because it's flipping cool. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd say the person that probably inspired me the most was my first manager out of school. Yeah. Uh, my first job was I used to work at Kraft in sales. So I got to schlug cheese around Whoa. in the food service industry. I got to hang out with chefs and convince them that our cheese had the best stringiness. And so we got oh. to make a lot of nachos. And so you'd think like, hey, some days like not so fun. Really, what I learned from that manager was... She, she played on the same level as everybody on her team. It was mm. never manager and team member. Right. She, she made personal connections with all of us. Yeah. And she was inspiring and she was passionate and she was willing to get her hands dirty and make nachos with you, even though she yeah. didn't have to. And she really became a true friend. Cool. And so I kind of, it kind of inspired the whole idea of who do you have the most fun with? You have the most fun with your friends. And so who do you want to do never let down? It's your friends, right? True, so if true. you're if you build true connections and you build true friendships and you have fun with people, yeah. those are the people you're going to want to do the greatest work with. Cool. You're going to want to help and you're you're just going to be the most successful with. And so it was that that realm of friendship and fun that she kind of yeah. inspired in me that yeah. kind of paved my path for going down this route. Awesome. Oh, I love it. So something about this philosophy that you said that sparked a question. So one thing was the choice of having fun. And then another piece you said, which maybe at first glance could feel incongruent, was, you know, call something out that isn't working, that isn't going down the right path. So I'm someone who is like very avoidance, very much avoid conflict at all costs. But that's not fun if something's not going great. So wanting to kind of understand how you kind of balance those two things of like wanting to keep things on the right track, making sure everyone is being accountable to their goals while sometimes having conversations that I imagine aren't fun. But are they? Or, yeah. Yeah. I, I guess it's all about how you shape it. In the end, you could say, hey, my philosophy is all about having fun. Yeah. But it is work. And you've and you and True. You, yeah. you, you you've still got to deliver on what your goals are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but my idea is how do you enjoy the process while you're getting there? Mm. And I think if you've built really great connections with your team and if you've set the the tone right from the start that we're super transparent and we're allowed to call each other yeah. out on things, yeah. then it's like 
calling out your best friend. If your best friend was doing something you didn't like, you'd tell them and right. they wouldn't take offense to it. Right. Because so, you have that great yeah. rapport and connection. And, yeah. And so I feel like if that tone is set early, you can call each other out mm. in obviously a respectful way. Yeah. Because the ultimate goal is if you lose track, if you fall off track, the, fu- the fun's going to end. It's not going to be any right. more fun if you, if you fall off track. So yeah. it, it's around setting that tone early, I think, and mm-hmm. ki- kind of preparing people to know that that's okay. Right. Oh, I love it. This is great. I'm learning a ton. And I'm having fun. You've had such an incredible experience in the industry. All these great brands building Evo, you know, out of nothing and launching it into the world and hearing that it's growing. That's so exciting. But kind of zooming out a little bit and would love to know what you think about the marketing industry overall. You know, what do you what do you love about it? But also on the other side, what would you most want to change? I'll hone in on like one thing that recently I've been thinking about. Yep. It's the world of influencers. Sure, sure, sure. I say that. Are we using air quotes or not? Air, air quotes? <laughs> it, it, oh, yeah. influencers. The influencers. The, <laughs> the, as uh, we could typically say, the Instagram influencers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. At Evo are dabbling in that world yeah. and really building connections with influencers. Yeah. And so I think this is that area of marketing that's kind of, I would say, at risk a little bit, mm. or I see it as potentially being at risk. Yeah. Because everybody and their dog right now, potentially, no offense to anybody that is doing a great job. Or their dogs. Yeah, or, yeah. The, or their dogs <laughs> that, uh, that are out in the influencer realm. Yeah. But say, for example, you, you follow... You, you, follow, you follow somebody because you love the scenic photos they post sure. or the photos of architecture they post. Yeah. And that's where you go for that content. Yeah. And all of a sudden now they post a photo with a protein shake. And sure, right. there's a building in the back and you're like, huh, that's a bit confusing. Yeah, yeah. And so I think people are becoming a little bit more cautious or aware that the content they're they go there for yeah. is now just being filled with advertising. Yes, and so true. I think is a platform or platforms, for example, Instagram is potentially at risk for kind of moving that down that realm of, is it real content anymore? Or is it all advertised? And I think there's potential risk. I think if you can do influencers in the right way, and like there's, there's people out there that build great connections with you, and they, they really connect with your brand, then awesome. People are going to go to them for unbiased information. And Mm -hmm. that's where they want to go for great info. And it's truthful. But there's now so much clutter in there. It's yeah. kind of like, why do we watch Netflix over cable? Because there's no advertising anymore. So True. I- is there that risk? So that's the kind of area I'm kind of like, ah. We're, yeah, yeah, where's this going to go? Yeah. What When are audiences going to just see it as wallpaper? And, mm-hmm. you know, tactically, are for influencers themselves, you know, what are they doing to their own brands when it's not what their audience loves seeing from them? Yeah, totally hear you because... Any of our favorite social platforms, you know, thinking of how they've grown and evolved, as soon as they start prioritizing branded content, you know, making bands, brands pay to interrupt our feeds, well, you like it less, you know, yeah. or you use it differently or, or they have to think of another way to keep people using it because you're like, oh, I don't like seeing this ad that's not relevant For to sure. me. Yeah. And it's like if you're going to do it, do it in an authentic way. Yeah. And stay true to what, what you meant to do, which totally. was have the cool content. Yeah. And if the ad fits in, great. Yeah. But you, we should be seeing more content than we are at. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's good. And I think a lot of people find their way with that. But yeah, it's 
And also, yeah, how how much longer will it be effective as it as everyone is kind of diluting yeah, for sure. their their feeds of, of sorts. Yeah. So as you know, the title of this pod is The People Are the Plan. And we love to ask inspirational leaders like yourself, how do you prioritize the folks around you and on your team? I'd say when it comes to prioritizing people around you mm-hmm. at work, it's probably the same as it is in your everyday life. And recently I was listening to or watching Mary Kondo's oh. uh, Spark Joy okay, yeah. uh, Netflix series. Yeah. So she's the the organizational guru that's yeah. all about decluttering. And her philosophy is the items in your life should spark joy. Pick up item, hold it in your hands, and decide, does it spark joy? If it spark joy, keep it. If not, eliminate it. And I feel like that could kind of be a high-level philosophy of how, the kinds of people you prioritize in yeah. your life. Are, are the people around you making true personal connections with you? Do you mm. feel like you can climb a mountain with them? Are they going to lift you up? And if they're sparking joy in your everyday, if they're sparking joy in your workplace, then they're making your everyday better and thus allowing you to do better work on your on your daily basis. So when it comes to building out a team, yeah. I'd say I'm all about how, how do, are these people going to spark joy? And mm. you could say, for example, if it comes down to interviewing people to, to join my team, people would say, hey, you're looking for the right cultural fit. I kind of call it something different. I call it the friend factor. Ah. And so I the, the two things I think you need to pass are, yeah. firstly, could this person be a great friend? Mm. And second, can they do the job? Right. Right. And if they fit both these qualities, check. They're they're probably the right person for yeah. the job. Yeah. Um, and are going to be successful on on what I would say would be my team. But if not, I don't think you can have one without the other. And so I'd say I ask I probably ask two really goofy questions in in interviews yeah. of candidates that help me kind of gauge in this direction. The first question I'll ask somebody is, tell me something funny. Or fun about yourself. Oh, I like that. And usually yeah. you throw some people off. But yeah. what I'm trying to gauge is, do you take yourself super seriously? Right. Are you lighthearted? Are you going to be able to to insert some fun and joy in a difficult sure. situation? Sure, sure. And lighten the mood and get people back on track? Yeah. And the second question I ask people is, do you eat lunch? Ah. And so... Some people will get super thrown off by this question and think, whoa, oh my goodness, no, yeah, I only eat lunch if there's time or I eat it at my desk and Mm. I'm very committed to my job. And really the answer I'm looking for is, yeah, I love eating lunch. I always prioritize time to get away from my desk, to to be able to take that break and really like reconnect with myself and be able to get back into the day. And also predominantly because I want to make sure, will they eat lunch with me? Because ah. I think eating lunch is part of uh, having fun at work. So, you know, th- those two help me kind of gauge the, yes. are, are, is the friend fit there Yeah. before I gauge the, the fit for the job. Yes. Oh, those are good tips. Do you eat lunch as well is like, you can't be hangry. You can't be having hangry no. afternoons no. around the office. No, lunch is important. <laughs> Snacks are important. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, true. Do you yeah. have a secret stove of snacks yeah. around your desk? Yeah. And will you share them with me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're hired. That's really good. That's great. That's great insight. Good tips. I love that. Thank you. Fun fact. <laughs> well, and also I think with the funny question, can you be self-deprecating? Can you are you self-aware? Can you like 
it, yeah. it, it really unlocks a lot of different things, yeah. personality traits and stuff. Yeah, I've heard the, the, the widest range of things from yeah. the most interesting people. Yeah. That's the question that lets you realize, do not judge a book by its cover. Right. Because somebody that's super unassuming yeah. tell you the like, craziest thing. And you're yeah. like, whoa, you're, I just uncovered a whole new realm of you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Great tips. So we've just chatted lunch and, you know, recognizing it's important to eat meals, uh, get away from your desk. Uh, what are some other strategies you like to, to use to ensure good work-life balance for yourself uh, as well as your team? Yeah. I'd say that right out of school, the same manager yeah. I was chatting to you that yeah, that really, with the cheese, yeah, with the yeah. cheese. She, she once told me something that's always stuck with me. And she told me once, if you can't get your job done between nine to five, between work hours, mm. you're not being efficient. Mm. And so I always kind of took that to heart and I was like, huh, that's true. That mm -hmm. that's those are work hours. That's when you're meant to be the most efficient. So get your work done. Obviously, there's those times where you're going to work outside of those hours to get something done. And phones allow us to be super connected mm -hmm. and 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 log in when we to outside of those hours. But I I believe in working within work hours, and I I set the tone with my team early on that one of our priorities is to get our work done in an efficient manner within within the the work day yeah and so i i feel like i embody that myself mm -hmm. and i don't stay super late i i get my work done i make sure that hey eating lunch is important yeah. you need to take take some time away from the your desk and i eat lunch yeah. and i invite my team members to eat lunch with me and so by embodying those actions and really st staying true to that and actually setting that as a team priority yeah i allow myself and my Teams to, to kind of live live by the work-life balance cool. mantra of be efficient, get your work done. Yes. Yes. I love that point because there's always more work. Yeah. You know, there's always more work that could just go on. But the attitude of keeping it tight and optimizing those hours versus <laughs> letting things kind of carry on. For beyond. sure. Yeah. If you prioritize on a regular basis and yeah. you recheck in on a daily basis, then you're able to achieve those goals. Oh, good good juicy words there efficiency prioritization i love it so we're talking about our teams and we're talking work-life balance other questions around that you know how do you grow and inspire leaders on, on your teams i'd say really important is to be your team's biggest champion so everybody on your team you, you got to be their biggest cheerleader. And so I make a, a big point to understand early on what, what are the goals and developmental aspirations of people that work on my team and how can I be their biggest champion to display those skills to mm. the right people in the organization and help them move on in their career. And I think as a good leader, your role is to see them be successful within the organization, mm -hmm. but also be open to them being successful outside of the organization right. if that's where they want to go. And I, I have those open conversations with team members on a regular basis and want them to know that I'm going to be your champion internally or externally. I want you to succeed because I care about you as a person. Cool. And in those situations, if somebody's going to be leaving potentially yeah. they're not going to blindside you you're going to know about it because they're going to be asking you about it early yeah and you have the potential to help shape their work environment internally cool. to a better place to keep them happy mm -hmm. and successful or you're going to be able to like let them go and 
blossom yeah. into, into a happy bird. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, totally. And like, yeah, we'll carry on the bird analogy, fly on. <laughs> yeah. To bigger nests, different style nests. I don't yeah, know. I'm not great this, at birds, this, this, but yeah, this was a bad analogy. <laughs> no, no, totally. I get it. It's like helping people. Cause also I imagine too, at the team, the high performing teams you've led, it's like you have the opportunity to like hear people's stated goals and help hold them accountable to that. But then also identify, Hey, here's something I'm recognizing in you. Like you're excelling at this. Do you want more chances to do that and, yeah. and grow into that? Or. Or, you know, like you get to kind of help people set that path. Yeah. And I think if you have those regular conversations, you see yeah. what are those passions. Yeah, yeah. And are there areas outside of their regular role that they could have stretch goals in? Cool. So they can expand and learn more. Yeah. Yeah. Dig it. So much fun. I feel like we've been so lucky. Yeah. The snow and the rain have parted yeah. for our little adventure. Yeah. Which I hope doesn't end. Yeah, never. Yeah. We were just like Thelma and Louise now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see how far we can take the Evo. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, we just removed yeah. the kilometer limit. So right. you can go as far as you want. Really? Yeah. So we cool. can like, go cross country through Canada. Whoa, there's an idea. I know. That's that'll, a fun campaign. That'll be an adventure. Yeah. No kidding. Drive to, I, or like drive the Evo to like all those like landmark places like World's Largest Penny. You know, all those things. I just saw the the world's largest gnome on the ferry or on the island needs a new home. Ah. So, yeah, you could load up the world's largest gnome, take him across country. Yeah, that'd be fun. With your Evo. Yeah. That'd be a, that would be our influencer. Campaign. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we've, we've had some time on the road and just want to think, you know, as I'm looking into my rear view here, keeping us safe in our... Uh, on the road here's a, a segue speaking of the rear view i'm looking in in the evo wondering if looking back on your career if there's anything uh you'd say to yourself uh, a little piece of advice if you could you know know then what you know now you know what what could you whisper in your ear to to share impart some advice on yourself starting your career yeah, I'd probably tell myself, you know, don't stress. We all get there in the end. Life's only lived once and the years pass by so quickly. Yeah. So when it comes to work, you can choose to take yourself super seriously and work really hard. Yeah. And likely you're going to get there. You're going to get to where you're going. Or you can work really hard and work really hard to have fun mm. in everything you do. And I guarantee you're also going to get there. But along the way, you're going to yeah. have enjoyed the process. You're going to have created allies and partners. And that way, they're going to have enjoyed their their time. Their experience on, on, with on, you. Yeah, yeah. On, on that journey. Totally. And so I kind of feel like there's two types of leaders out there. There's mm -hmm. leaders that are successful. They get their work done. But yeah. in the end, nobody remembers them or potentially nobody liked them. But they were mm. still successful. And then there's those leaders that made the impact and connected with you and you learned from them because you enjoyed being part of their day. And mm. that's the one that I would tell myself, yeah. you know, work hard to be that person and do everything you can early on to, to achieve that. Cool. Oh, I love that. That's a really good, good piece of advice for yourself and all of us. Thanks for sharing, pal. Oh man, our road trip's coming to a close, pal. We got to get this Evo back to its home zone. Thanks again for your time, for hanging with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. We so appreciate it. Oh, yes. It's been 
dare I say, fun? For sure. Okay, good. I was hoping so. (laughs) No fun here. (laughs) So in kind of closing, where could folks uh, reach out and connect with you uh, on the internets and beyond? I guess if you want to learn more about Evo, go to evo.ca. Or if you'd want to connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. Amitis Chrisandi. Thanks again for your time and for being with us, pal. I've learned a ton. Thank you. It's been so much fun joining you today on this glorious sunny day. Oh my gosh. What a treat. Welcome back to the home zone.